Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And this week, we're talking all things Yu-Gi-Oh. That's right, we're going down the, the history of what we know of the series and just have a little discussion about it. How are you today, Nate? I am ready to become the king of games. <laughs> he is ready to become the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I am a Tem or Yami Nate. <laughs> Because fuck <laughs> Yugi, he's a nerd. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because, um, oh, well, this is a little thing that we found out literally about a moment ago before recording that Yu Gi Oh actually trans translates into Game King, pretty much. Yes. So it's like it's the first I've heard of it because I remember in the anime series, the four kids dub, you know, the intro, Yu Gi Oh! King of Games was in like the in, like the intro song. Um, but yeah, I never, I never just put two and two together. That I just thought it was, oh, it was just called Yu Gi Oh! for the sake of being called Yu Gi Oh! But no. Yeah, same. I mean, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it just like, sounds like it's made up, isn't it? Like, it's just his character's name's Yu Gi and it's just like you never question this thing. You just never questioned it as a kid or whatever. I certainly didn't. I mean, you did, and then no one ever had the answer, so you just sort of gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the arguably with like Pokemon and Digimon, you would easily get that answer. You'd be like, oh yeah, digital monsters, pocket monsters. But um even then pocket monsters wasn't the thing I clocked onto for a while. Oh, I, I knew for quite a while, but I think that's because someone told me when I was a kid and I was like, Oh, cool. That's that's cool. Like it's um, literally just one of those where you didn't <laughs> just care. find out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you just that's it. You're you're a kid at that point. You're just like, yeah, watch sure, or whatever. But yeah, oh, like this is one thing, because obviously I, I imagine, like, correct me if I'm wrong, that both of us, the intro to Yu-Gi-Oh! for us was the anime series. Yeah. That four kids did, yeah? You had the same experience. Well, I I think I was introduced a little bit before that. Yeah. Do you remember here in the UK, mm -hmm. the, uh, the off-license or the local corner store <laughs> yeah. would sell cards? Like trading cards, yeah. they sell the official ones, but somehow everybody always came across these knockoff cards. The ones that come with the hard little bubble yeah. gum, you know, that fucking rock solid white chewing gum. I remember the one because they did Dragon Ball cards as well. Yeah. It was the same, it was the same company that did random Dragon Literally, Ball cards. Literally, it was. Yeah. So, so right after the Dragon Ball cards fizzled out, mm. somebody in my class came in with these new cards. Yeah. And was like, guys, there's this new one. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Look at these. They're so cool. And then, like, literally the entire school was buying these 10 <laughs> to 20p packets of cards <laughs> that came with the I shitty bubble gum. Yeah. And then and then the anime was on TV. Yeah. I distinctly remember me and my entire class. I wasn't the one who instigated before anyone <laughs> says anything. But I remember one kid came into our class with the official cards. Okay, yeah. And because the whole school had the fake ones, we turned around and we were like, those are fake. What are you bringing in <laughs> fake cards for? Get out <laughs> of here with those. The kid, that poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but the irony being, I think literally a day later, my mom takes me to a store, yeah, buys me a pack of official cards. And I realized by the price difference and the quality of card that I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh God. I, like I, as yeah. a kid, I realized what we'd done and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. We just picked on a kid for the real thing and we're all wrong. But I never told anyone in my class I had real cards, like the proper ones, because I did not want to get screwed at like the other kid did. 
Oh man, you all just like went in on it. <laughs> oh, okay, fair. My my experience is a little bit different because I didn't realize what Yu-Gi-Oh was until the anime came on TV. Uh, and even then, like even with those knockoff cards you were talking about, I only really got them like after I knew about the anime. Oh, okay, fair. Even then, I did. I think I actually bought an official pack of cards before I bought knockoffs. However, uh, the official pack of cards that I bought were Japanese ones because uh, they sold them in game randomly. What? That's so weird. So at one point, before like all the structure decks came out and all the booster packs and stuff came out in English, they sold the Japanese packs in game. Wow. Okay, I didn't even know that. Um, so I ha- I end up having like Judge Man as a card. Uh, just in Japanese. Really? Randomly, yeah. And it, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this is this is like, because obviously in the anime as well, it's literally just massive pictures and you yep. got the attack and defense and the uh, star points and stuff. And literally that was all, that was it. So I was like, this looks really different from the anime. What the hell's up with this? Uh, and then you'd soon realize that when the actual card comes out in English, it's even more different from the Japanese one because <laughs> the attack and defense points are like slightly on the right on the Japanese ones, but they're at the bottom on the uh english ones so yeah i, I was like oh, okay fair because i got um i ended up getting yugi and kaiba's structure decks i did too you got those as well and i got joey and pegasus's ones as well i also got joey's one i didn't get pegasus though i wanted pegasus i had all the cards but i like uh some kids stole them from me when i brought them into school once oh uh but i kept my shinies at home that day so i don't know where they are i'm pretty sure i haven't sold them or i might have done but uh i still had like the shiny blue eyes white dragon the original dark magicians from those structure decks like relinquished i still have those I'm sure I haven't sold them, but I don't know where they are. Like, I even started, like, rebuilding my deck because, was it Nightmare Troubadour, the DS game, was out. And I played that to death. I put so many hours into that game and I formed my own deck full of, like, monsters that I loved and, like, all the, like, all special effects and stuff like that. And I, it was only until I got into uni when I started actually getting money, (laughs) like, from jobs (laughs) and that, uh, which I was like, ah, I might start building my deck in real life from Nightmare Troubadour. And, um... I kind of did, uh, and then I forgot about it because there was, I started off with buying the cheap cards that were like 25p, so I was like, that's easy, I can own that. Yeah. And then it slowly got to cards which are like, this is £10, and I'm like, I don't really want to spend £10 on a single card right now. Bear in mind, I was making money, but I wasn't making that kind of money where I'd be throwing down 50 quid on cards randomly. <laughs> um, so that kind of fizzled out. I got a lot of my easy-to-get cards, but the harder ones end up being a bit more different when I tried to build my deck. So I don't know where that is now. No clue where that is now. <laughs> <laughs> I I just realized we're uh, we're like almost 10 minutes in and we haven't explained why we're even doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like we 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 just started talking about Yu-Gi-Oh just for the hype of it's Yu-Gi-Oh, right? But um yeah, I mean like realistically yeah, it's, there is a timely situation around this, I guess, yeah. We decided to do we, like we've had the idea, we wanted to do some sort of Yu-Gi-Oh content anyway, like we we wanted to make an episode. Yeah. But um it seemed I don't want to say fitting because it kind of has a bad connotation with what I'm about mm-hmm. to say. It's it's appropriate, basically. We we felt it, like it was kind of like due to um Kazuki Takahashi's passing. Untimely passing, yes. Yeah, it was um it was one of those ones where like we we've all like we've been lifelong fans of Yu-Gi-Oh! The original series more than GX and all those. So I've never really got into the later series. But original Yu-Gi-Oh! obviously like from the where the manga started or the games, the card games, like the anime, everything. We've both been fans of this series. Yeah. 
it it shaped quite a lot of our our childhood. Absolutely, yeah. So we thought it it was only the most appropriate to do what we're tentatively calling sort of like a memorial episode paying respects to the to the man who created mm. Yu-Gi-Oh his franchise his legacy essentially mm-hmm. because i mean i actually don't know what would have filled my time from that time period like that was like a solid 4 years of my life that i, I was that. Yeah. <laughs> obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh like that's from like the age of like 10 to 14 i think i was on Yu-Gi-Oh so it's quite a long time yeah, I remember it was it was my it was for me it was my Saturday morning show. Like I remember like what because you remember uh, it was on Sky, weren't it? Yeah, on TV, and it would be that and Pokemon. I, I just used to just watch those two. I'd get up on the Saturday morning, watch my Yu Gi Oh, watch my Pokemon, and then there'd be some other random stuff on. But <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like Yu Gi Oh was just a solid like it, it was like one of my favorite shows like it was so freaking cool, and it was like card games, monsters, all sorts, and it's so like imaginative. I mean, also, like, at the time, it was the first thing that ever made, like, playing card games, like, super cool. Like, that was a whole point of the show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it wasn't. It evolved into Door Monsters because Door Monsters were super popular, yeah. right? Do you know what I mean? Like, everything else was, like, it's kind of like how Beyblade sort of did the same thing, you know? Like, no one ever thought of a spinning top until that anime came out to sell us all the toys. It's a very smart concept of a show, really, because obviously it's tapping into what a kid's going to love. Oh, it's something they can also interact with. So the show is on, but they can also own these things as well. Yeah. And play them. There's actually rules to this game. Bear in mind, you watch the anime as a kid. You think you can just play the way they play it. And suddenly you're like oh, summoning, them. like, what was it? The uh, stone soldier to just fucking stab the moon and then erase all of your opponent's monsters. It doesn't work like that in the real game, unfortunately. Don't get me started. <laughs> I was one of the only kids like in my group that read the rule book. Because oh, yeah. you know with the structure deck, it came with the rule book, right? Yeah, it did, yeah. So I actually sat and read some of it. And uh, I remember I went around a friend's house and uh, him and his neighbor were like, oh, you you like you, your cards as well. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I got my deck with me as well. Yeah. And they were all like, oh, cool. Let's let's duel. Do a three way duel, right? <laughs> yeah, already. Like <laughs> three way duel is already a bad start. Because... Well, it's a bad start, but it gets worse because they went, oh, do you play a lot? And I was like, oh, yeah, I play all the time. Yeah. So then it quickly went from a free for all to 2v1. Oh, okay. And I quickly learned both of them had never even af- played an official game. It's an official they game, played yeah. with those home TV rules. My <laughs> friend had learned from his yeah. neighbor and his neighbor had never read the rule book. No, yeah. So we stop and I'm putting down four star monsters and immediately one of these other guys tries to slap down Dark Magician and I'm like, what are you oh, doing? okay, yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, you can't you can't do that. You gotta sacrifice two monsters. And they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the rules say you need to sacrifice two four-star or less monsters to bring out a six or higher. And they were like, is it? That's not how we play. I'm like, that's how everyone else plays. Well, apart from the anime people, this is the one thing. Okay, it's- except the anime. But the worst part was after that. A few days later, my friend told me, yeah, my neighbor doesn't play anymore. You ruined it for him. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you ruined some kids' experience. Basically, because this kid was teaching other kids how to play, so he was getting enjoyment from winning because he was essentially making up the rules. <laughs> Screw the rules! I have money. Yeah, right. So then, when I come along and slap him with the official rules, I just killed the game for him, and he just gave up. And just killed the hype. <laughs> Li- I literally did. Apparently, yeah. I also won that two v one duel because let's face it, I was playing against two amateurs who didn't even know the real rules. So you're teaching the rules as you go, and obviously, yeah, if you know the rules over so it becomes so much more complicated once you realize, oh wait, there's actually limitations of what I can play. Well, yeah, because their deck was also just like a bunch of monster cards because they they were playing by home rules. You just wouldn't, yeah. These homebrew rules, so they were just slapping down monsters constantly, like, oh, look at these fight. And I'm like, no, that's the role you play. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I always used to collect the cards, I never really played against many people. I used to play all the time. I, I like, even with Pokemon kind of thing. I, like, Pokemon, oh, Pokemon, I, I was, just... I was always just collecting. That was never, never to play. No, I think it was only until, as I said, Nightmare, Nightmare Troubadour, where I actually started like getting into the playing of Yu-Gi-Oh. Like before then, it was just collecting and enjoying the series for what it was. Fair. So there'd be like effect cards which I really weren't interested in. And the cards I used to collect that I really sought out were monster cards that look cool. Like that I love from the like for example, Gate Guardian. For example, oh, okay, uh, yeah, was yeah. one of my favorite um, monster cards. Like, even though it is a horrendous one to try and summon in the actual game, <laughs> because you have one, you have to have uh, what is it, Sukujin, Kazujin, and yeah. Uh, I can't remember the third one. I don't remember the last one. Let's just make it up. Yeah, I can't remember either. That, that other third one, but yeah, you need you needed three of them to summon Gate Guardian. Even then, he was like a, a monster of 3,700 <laughs> attack, I believe. It's so much easier to summon something like Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah. Granted, it has less attack points, but you only need to sacrifice two random monsters for that. Or if you're like, depends on the era of cards as well, but like... Yeah. I used to have a Kaiser Horseman. Oh, yeah. And that was, uh, it had a special effect where uh, it counted as two sacrifices if you were summoning another light monster, which Blue Eyes is. Oh, yeah. So, like, in that sense, you know, it'd be even easier to get something like Blue Eyes out. Yeah. Instead of things like Gate Guardian or... I mean, there's even cards right now, like, uh, I believe it's Ancient Rules, I believe, which lets you just summon a monster straight off. Like, you don't even need to sacrifice wow. for it. You can just, like, literally throw it down and be like, yep, there we go. Dang. Here's the blue eyes, like, out like that. But that's... I learned that from playing um, Legacy of the Duelist on uh, oh, Switch okay. and P- uh, PlayStation. The f- first proper, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! video game I played mm-hmm. was... Um, Funny enough, World Championship 2004 on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, right. Yeah, I never really got into those ones. The best part of that game was it was the first one ever, to my knowledge, that allowed you to type in the the uh, serial code on the card. Yes. And then you just had it, right? You didn't have to play the game to earn any points or anything so you could just build your deck from real life in the game and just have it there like construct it it's a cool thing to have yeah yeah i loved it because i played like the whole game and that was the same christmas that i got a massive head start in collecting the cards Mm -hmm. because i've told pepe this story before and like people don't tend to believe me Mm -hmm. but i swear it happened so basically in the uk we have this store called argos you know, in the 90s, 2000s, a lot of us kids bought everything from there. Yeah, it's kind of dying. It's dying off now. But yeah, like yeah. Argos was like, you'd get the catalogue and just run through it as a kid. And you'd be yeah. like, oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. 
It was the best place, right? Yeah. But anyway, one day I, I convinced my mom to buy me some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm-hmm. We go in and they were selling uh, a three pack, right? Three booster packs for like 10 quid or something. Managed to convince my mom that's pretty good price, yeah? Okay, yeah, these enough. Put in the order, wait for it. The guy calls us over and literally slaps a booster box in front of us. The entire box. And we thought he meant just take the three packs out. Right. And so we went to do that. And then he looked at us funny. And my mom was like, do we give this back to you? And he was like, what do you mean? That's yours. And then we sort of stood there looking at each other like, is he serious? Like, what's actually going on here? We're not, is... we're not stealing, what's are we? Right, okay. And he literally, I mean, he was probably a Christmas temp. So it was some teenager who really did not care. Oh, okay. And he just was like, yeah, that's yours. And we walked off and we took it. And we wow. Went. Okay, so it's next level. Yeah, that Christmas, I had, I opened an entire booster box. That's incredible. That's... <laughs> Dude, I went from having like two structure decks and like maybe yeah. 20 cards of my own from booster packs to just having like hundreds of cards. Mate, that's like mad. Like, honestly, that would have lost the store so much. <laughs> like, that would have lost the store so much. I know, Obviously, right? what is it? That, like, it's £5 for a normal pack of cards anyway. Yeah, and they were selling it, let's say, three... Let's say, conservatively, they it's were selling for it two, yeah. three for, let's say, £12 or something. Yeah, yeah. Still, you know, you're still saving a little bit of money, but... Yeah, it's nothing major, is it? Like, Yeah, but... That's the thing. It's a whole freaking booster box, really. And that is so much. That's so much. Yeah, and we got that for the price of three and didn't never look back. I mean, you were like, that's the store's error at the end of the day. Like, you, like I'm not advocating this sort of thing, but like, you can, you can be a good Samaritan if you wanted to and be like, no, no. But the guy's insisting. The guy was insisting, and yeah. that's it. That's all you can do. Like, we did try. We were like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Very lucky. Merry Christmas oh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a sick Christmas, bro. Yeah, fair play. Oh, mate. I'm, I'm quite jealous of that, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> that was the best. And I still have all of those cards somewhere in my house. Yeah. Along with my dual disc, my OG dual disc. Oh, I have a dual disc as well. I bought mine in America, though, when I went, uh, when I was uh, about 10 or 11. <laughs> I got a dual disc from, I, but I had it. Like, I got it from America before it was released in the UK. Oh. So I got this thing probably about a year or so. That means you were like the coolest person for a year. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many dual discs I had, David, or how many cards I was, never a cool kid. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, well you weren't. You weren't going in the right. Circles, I, I just owned, owned cool <laughs> stuff. Like at the time, like honestly, you'd look back at some of the stuff that I had as a kid, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, they're so freaking cool." But yeah, <laughs> at the time, then... you're just a kid with like some really geek. It's like the equivalent of buying a whole bunch of Fortnite merch. <laughs> like in this day and age, you're like, "Hey, I've got all this stuff," and like realistically, at the time, other people would just be like you're looking at you like okay that's the thing nice <laughs> <laughs> but now looking back at it is like hey that's actually quite sick <laughs> like you should honestly though you should see because i'm recording in my office right now um you should see how much Yu-Gi-Oh stuff i actually have around the uh, office. it's a bit ridiculous it's so honestly <laughs> just, just a bit crazy just a bit of context I've, i can literally i'm sitting right here right now and i'm looking at uh three different pieces of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff <laughs> that I've bought in the space in the past year first thing i have a uh ultigear millennium puzzle 
So you know the guys that do the Gundams and stuff like that. Yep. Like it's basically a build your own Millennium puzzle, and it is the most difficult thing I've ever done. I could not comprehend what the hell I was doing with it. I've also seen all of this stuff in person. Yeah. So I can confirm <laughs> he's not lying. It is real. And this like honestly, this like Millennium puzzle is so freaking it's so cool to actually own a Millennium puzzle as well. I always wanted to as a kid. And it is like a life size thing. It's got a hole where you can kind of put you can put it around your neck if you really wanted to. I wouldn't recommend it because when you <laughs> drop this thing, it will guarantee you shatter into pieces. And so, so will <laughs> your soul along with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll be so disappointed with that. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing that I have. The second thing is more, a more recent purchase. Uh, it is something called... Uh, it's been out for a couple of years, I believe, but it's, it's actual physical Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, it's Yugi's legendary decks that he's used in the anime. Okay. So there's one from uh, well, Duelist Kingdom, one from Battle City, and then one from The Last Ark, where he like uh, was with his last battle. For- okay, well, these are like probably the newest edition so i haven't actually seen yeah. these also yeah literally I, I bought this like about um a couple weeks ago because it was on sale and from magic uh magic warehouse I can't exactly <laughs> magic madhouse something like that wherever it was cheap it was like 25 quid and i was like mate you get like all these that you get all the god cards with it you get like tokens you get like i see i showed you a picture of it didn't i it yeah was, um i mean the god cards like that i'm yeah. jelly oh mate i'm so envious I mean, you've got Exodia in there. You've got like all these like cards from the anime Yugi's decks, and it's so freaking cool. Um, they have a another legendary decks box where it's Yugi, Kaiba, and Joey's decks. Oh, I could have more blue eyes. That that one, like Kaiba's one, has three blue eyes, white dragons in it. <laughs> like it actually has three of them. I mean, so does my deck. Yeah, <laughs> from two different Kaiba <laughs> structure yeah. decks. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, because we owned the other ones as well, didn't we? That's cool. Um, but yes, I got that, and I think probably my, one of my most prized possessions. I absolutely love. It's uh, from a company called uh, Hypeland, and it is a massive Millennium uh, Puzzle cushion that I own, and it is literally about the size. It's, it's the size of my huge. monitor. Huge. That thing <laughs> is massive. so huge. Like I, I'm just having it sat on my desk. I'm not actually using it to like I don't know relax or anything. I don't want to like sleep on this thing because it is so it looks so cool, man. I'm so happy to own this thing. I mean, the <laughs> irony being that you put it on your desk and it's probably the most awkward slash cumbersome desk ornament <laughs> yeah oh absolutely this thing is like um yeah it like it takes up a lot of the space i i was struggling for a while to think where can i put this where does this go go best uh but it actually is like it sits in the corner like so it gives like i've got a whole little like blank space behind it but the cushion fills up really nicely so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have weirdly been on a a big Yu-Gi-Oh buy again not in terms of like Absolutely. just cards yeah. but like in a lot of just stuff yeah i bought um a blue eyes white dragon pendant as well i saw that that was cool it's a silver one uh this that's from a place called uh line art pendants as well they're like really uh, really like uh kind of like small time business like but they do engraving and that they do custom engravings as well and i just saw this pop up and like i was like i want this this looks so freaking cool that that is cool because it's the og art as well yeah which is also my favorite blue eyes card i only have one of those from the original structure deck which i think if mine wasn't so tatty it would probably be worth some money i mean because i i swear those are actually at one point those were worth quite a lot 
Mm. I think it depends on like I think like back in the day they would have been worth a lot if you pulled it from a pack. I feel the structure decks are obviously more ready available kind of thing. So Yeah, but that's the irony is that I think at one point now the one from the structure deck is the one that's actually worth money. Yeah, because it is rarer now, because obviously like at the time the structure deck ones I don't even know how much a normal blue eyes would cost at this point oh, that you know. pull from a boost. That'd be even more, surely. You'd think anyway. I don't know. I, I, that's the thing. I I don't I don't know because one I don't have one, so I wouldn't look into it. But like, yeah. Two, you're right. It must have been like more than that. Mm. And if it's in good condition, you like imagine getting that shit graded, man. That is like insane. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be mad. No, I've been. Uh, I've, yeah, I've, I have like a. You're you're right though. I have been on a mad Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I bought a lot of clothing recently that is Yu-Gi-Oh related as well. Like I've bought, I found like some ASOS designs from Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, which I've been wearing. There's again hype plan. I bought a couple T-shirts from them, hoodies and stuff. Um, God, yeah, like it's just it's just there. And I the thing is, I absolutely love Yu-Gi's character design as well it's like it's so over the top anime protagonist but i absolutely love it i mean it is like the most anime of anime absolutely like you can try and copy there's only like sh- like copies of like what could be yugi's hairstyle at this point you'll have other card game animes which are trying to replicate the whole like over the top anime hairstyle like, uh, uh, and realistically yugi's is iconic that is an iconic look yeah he's the og like come on now oh, man. <sighs> <Mate>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's like my uh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! spending spirit at the moment. Another, okay, I will say this as well. Um, it's when you were talking about GBA games and some of the first ones we played in that. Oh, I, I, I swear. I, if this is going where I, I think it's going. This you know for a fact where it's going. We have talked about it before. I think it's been in our um, top handheld games of all time. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. And you know, the, you you know where this is going. Fucking... Dungeon Dice Monsters, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> bro, like, honestly. I still, I still have some of those minifigures from that game. <laughs> forget, like, honestly, this is like, we won't go, I'll try not to go too much in detail, but I couldn't, we couldn't do a Yu-Gi-Oh episode without us mentioning this. But yeah, like, dun- like I always say, like, Dungeon Dice Monsters, one of the things that everyone hates in the anime. <laughs> and it's like, it was just this random bit, like, well, I'll go back to the actual card game stuff. But no, Dungeon Dice Monsters was, the games, actually, like, that Game Boy Advance game is still, like, to this day, one of my favorite. That Game Boy Advance game was sick, but, like, it's also, people might have hated it in the anime, but, like, for some reason, like, in real life, that concept is just so cool. Yeah. Somehow cooler than, like, Door Monsters, and I don't know why. It's the funny thing is with Dungeon Dice Monsters is that the rules are actually so much that's so user friendly. This is the one thing because you just know like you get your like it's basically the same thing. You've got your like deck of like like the equivalent. You got dice pool, haven't you? That's what it is. Yeah, you got your dice pool of like about um it's fifteen different dice in total, I believe. Is it fifteen different dice? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, because uh, it's like yeah, and, like it's majority monster based. This one, so you do have effect yeah. dice, but realistically, this is more monsters rather than uh, traps and effects. Like you can get like the treasure chests, which will like, yeah activate warp holes or like bombs and stuff like that. But it's really about your monsters and like your attack, your movement, defense. Yeah, keep your defense. I always had a good strategy when it came to Dungeon Dice Monsters. I would always have, like, my defense monsters at the back, and then I'd slowly build my way up, like a little pathway using level two monsters to get to the <laughs> opponent's uh, side. But Interesting. Okay. I always had a strategy there. And oh, man, it's just such a kind of... Like, realistically, in... 
in real life, the whole Dungeon Dice Monsters concept never took off. And understandably yeah. why. It was a lot. <laughs> and they were charging too much for everything. It was free-to-play mechanics before free-to-play It was ever a thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was just microtransactions, the real-life game. Mm. Like, honestly, the amount you'd pay, I think it's like £10 for like two dice or something like that. Well, it was either that or it was like, you had to buy the paths. You don't have the, that's the thing, the paths didn't come with the dice. This is when you'd buy the dice and you'd get the monster and the little minifigure, but you'd never get extra paths. No, I remember you had to buy the paths separately. Oh, God. But then you could also buy the little figurines separately, but each figurine was about £5 each. It's too much, right? Like, it's that's the thing. With a pack of cards, at least you're getting like some, like you're getting about, what is it, eight, eight to probably eight to ten cards like yeah like at least you're getting like quite a few with that it's literally just one monster and you don't even get like you it's a random thing as well it's like you don't even know what monster you're getting four or five quid well it depends on the place you went like i got mine from argos oh see i i, I went into uh toys r us ah okay yeah or like you know some of the other toy stores where where you could actually physically see which one it was so for my five pounds oh, really? it yeah. wasn't so much that i was just playing gotcha <laughs> yeah mine was literally gacha for fire expensive gacha <laughs> so i was like Ugh. <laughs> it sullied my experience completely um yeah but no the game boy game was amazing uh my first ever Yu-Gi-Oh game that i bought though uh, or that i received as a present was uh the playstation one uh forbidden memories Oh, I bought that secondhand in game for five pound. Yeah, I got it for Christmas one year, and that was not good. I never actually understood it. Uh, this is the one thing Same. I was trying to play through, it and I was just like, I don't understand what is going on right now. That's the problem with Yu-Gi-Oh games, though. A lot of them, and I do mean a lot of them back in the day, were trash. Yeah, because it was overly complicated. And they also started you with the worst cards. And then Absolutely, you had to try and it. figure out how to get better cards. Yeah. But you could never figure out. It was like, try to win these duels with these shit cards, which would have taken you forever. It was such a grind. Or give up. And more often than not, I just gave up. It was too much, yeah. Because they were crap. Like that's the thing, because they'd always have like about your your strongest card would have like a thousand attack and no effects on it. Yeah, and you're like, how the fuck am I supposed? And you literally uh, like that's the thing. Uh, I remember getting a Game Boy Advance game. I think it was uh, Reshef of Darkness or something like that. I, I probably butchered the name of it. I don't know that one. Probably before the 2006 one released or after the 2006 one released. Okay, but. Uh, it was just like, I think it was actually before. It was just so hard. I was like trying to play anything because it's one of those, I think the storyline, I didn't get very far in it at all, but you're your own character and you meet Rebecca of all people. You know that <laughs> I don't think she's, I think she's like a filler character, but funny enough. Uh, yeah, she is, isn't she? That whole arc is filler, isn't it? Yeah, like what was it? Oh yeah, like um, you. What happened to my blue eyes, white dragon? And like grandpa's like, oh, it's torn in half. And Yugi's like, I will show Rebecca how the heart of the cards is. Yeah, the whole last arc is um filler. I swear. The last arc. Oh wait, sorry, that's the second to last one, isn't it? The whole. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the second. Yeah, Rebecca's one is um like that was in between Judas Kingdom and Battle City. Yeah, I think all that stuff is filler. 
Yeah, yeah, it was just like, yeah, what is what it is. So it's a bit meh. But yeah, she, she's like the first one you play against in the show. I, and she was defeating me every freaking time because I had shit cards and I couldn't do anything about it. Oh, wow, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, that's. I know I never progressed in that game, even though I had it. Uh, it was just like, yeah, you're not doing much with this. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not going to play this game anymore. I had uh, Super Sonic Warriors 1 on the Game Boy at the time. So <laughs> I was playing that instead. And that was very good. I was just thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Considering. You said you did real life gacha trying to get the figurines for Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yes. And considering it's such a big thing, I know Konami is the one that owns the license for the games. Yes. So they would destroy you with microtransactions. But why have we got not got a mobile gacha game Dungeon Dice Monsters? I, this is the one thing, right? Everyone that's played Dungeon Dice Monsters will tell you it's the, one of the best Game Boy Advance games, one the, arguably one of the best Yu-Gi-Oh games. But I don't think it's got as much eyes on it as we'd, I'd like to think. I figure it doesn't, but at the same time, right? If Yu-Gi-Oh games still have a decent following mm-hmm. and Konami pretty much only runs off of Yu-Gi-Oh and Metal Gear to some extent... <laughs> yeah. Like, then why have they just not put it out? Because the people who would play it would probably hardcore play it. Mm, Absolutely. And it is literally, I literally, with seconds of thought, I'm like, so your monsters are your gacha. Mm -hmm. You just play against whoever, right? Or each other. Honestly, man, I'd love that. You can do PvE or PvP. Right, yeah. Doesn't need a story. You can just be like, fight against this character. We made up a whole dice pool for him. Mm. And then you earn points or gems or whatever. And then you go and summon your new monster pool or your feature Mm. monster of the month or whatever. Why is that not a thing? Mate, honestly, I, I'd be hundred percent behind it. I'd love, I love like dungeon dice monsters to get any representation whatsoever. I like, I'd, I'd go for a gacha game. I'd go for like uh, anything, literally anything at this point. It was so fucking cool. Well, I mean, again, because a gacha game would be the easiest, right? I think the reason why is because currently there is a Yu-Gi-Oh mobile game out at the moment. I think it's Link Duels, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. I don't know the exact title of it. Dual Links, I think. Dual Links, that's it. Dual Links. Uh, um, and that is that has actually got a decent following as it is. Well, I mean, it was good enough that it's got like physical cards, isn't it? Like it's a whole subset of the game now. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's uh, there's a Switch game based around it as well. It's supposed to be like a way faster version as well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's just something that I um I have played, but I didn't get into yeah. it. Yeah, that's the one thing. I think mainly because uh, I am more <laughs> accustomed to regular, the longer version of it. I can understand. This is one thing as well. Dungeon Dice Monsters, although it's a great game, it does take time to, to finish a game. Oh, dude, yeah, that's true. Like, depending on like how good your opponent is or how lucky you are summoning pathways, like, it is something that could be a game between five minutes or half an hour. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's what that's what holds it back, I think. Uh, it is a long thing to do. I guess, like, it's funny, though, because obviously there's, like, Dungeon Dice Monsters one spin-off that Yu-Gi-Oh has had from the past, but you've also had um, Capsule Monsters as well. Right, so Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon... Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. <laughs> Although it's controversial, I thought at least the idea was cool. I actually really enjoyed Capture. Did you did you have the PS2 game as well? There was a PS2 game? Yeah, there was a Capture Monsters uh, PS2 game. 
What? The whole concept of capsule monsters came from... Uh, it's the original Yu-Gi-Oh! manga. You know, it, it, before Duel... Yeah. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist came out. It was just Yu-Gi-Oh! King of Games where he, like, Yu-Gi would just be paying up a whole bunch of games. And uh, Mokuba was originally a villain that didn't play Duel Monsters, but he played Capsule Monsters. Uh, and Yugi would like just that uh, <laughs> it's typical like Yu-Gi-Oh fashion oh I'm not in a good position however I have the heart or like power of friendship to guide me through <laughs> shit and he, be- he beats Mokuba basically so it is a throwaway part in the manga in the early days but um, yes there was a PS2 game for Capsule Monsters I didn't know that oh man yeah. I probably would have well liked that game it actually is a really good game. I didn't get into it as much as Duel Monsters, only because I hit a wall in the story of Capsule Monsters. Sounds about right. And, like, as a kid, when you hit a wall and you can't be bothered to... Yeah, that's it. Like, it, you, your, your motivation goes down, then that's it. You're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so, Capsule Monsters, although it was a good game, I hit a wall with it and it just did, like, yeah. Oh, Wow. I didn't know that. That's cool. Honestly, like, mate, you could probably... I, I think you probably could pick up a copy of it for PS2. Yeah, but I'm not going to play... I'm not going back to play a PS2 game right now. It's just... No, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, It's painful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a thing that exists. It never, it never got much support outside of... Um, the game i don't believe i don't think there was any physical versions of capsule monsters no i don't remember a physical one but then how do you turn that into a physical thing you know what i mean like that's it's, it's another thing i think as well like if you've if they if dungeon dice monsters was something that was already out before capsule monsters then they might have seen that as like we tried with dungeon dice monsters it didn't work out and as a bigger part in the anime capsule monsters i don't think was in the anime at all uh yeah it was was it whereabouts was it in the anime was it that was the um virtual world stuff oh of course it was okay virtual world bit so that's why it wasn't big because people fucking hated that part of the anime (laughs) yeah so it definitely wasn't as big there and um yeah then uh yeah what can i tell you if if dungeon dice monsters didn't work out then this this wasn't gonna work out either i think that's probably what they saw and then i mean that would have had a much harder time being like a physical thing than dungeon dice monsters yeah because it would be literally because that's the thing of capsules as well you'd be putting stuff on a map of all places and like so like there'd be certain um from, from what i remember of the game anyway you'd have certain environments which boost your monsters attack point defense points and playing through the story what was it i think it might have got stuck on weevil's part or rex's part and like there'd be certain pieces of land where like it was dominated in a wood, woodland area and like he would summon some fucking mad insects and they'd all destroy me <laughs> so i was Fair. like okay, and realistically in real life how do you how do you put down a like woodland area i think it probably could work as a board game and i imagine yeah i'm i'm not part of the board game community at all this is one thing i'd I'd love to be part more part of it and actually learn some more board games but it it could have potential there i feel like there could be a potential with capture monster it would be a long-running game i'd say you probably have to like maybe dedicate maybe 45 minutes to an hour for a game I, i mean there's potential there there's still potential for it to be a good one yeah i guess yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> it's, it's past now i think you'd really have to tap into the hardcore Yu-Gi-Oh viewers actually yeah i mean i feel like you'd just have a easier time just keeping up dual monsters 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, and like, honestly, this this is one thing as well. I'm not sure about you, but I when I speak about this, but uh, as an original Yu-Gi-Oh fan, I haven't actually got into the uh, whole later rules of playing Yu-Gi-Oh. For example, like Pendulum Summons, Synchro Summons, that kind of stuff. I don't. Uh, synchro Summons, I sort of understood. Yeah. Um, because I had a younger cousin who was into Yu-Gi-Oh! just after we stopped because it went into GX. Yes. Um, he had the newer cards. He wanted to play against me. We used to play all the time. Mm-hmm. And when he synchro summoned, I didn't know that rule set. So I immediately, as you would be like, hey, stop cheating. <laughs> ah, it goes back to the whole cheating thing. <laughs> well, again, when you're you know when you're an OG player, you know the rules for the OG yeah. game for so long. And then all of a sudden, this new mechanic comes in. You've got no idea, right? You're just like, whoa, what are you doing? Don't yeah. don't make shit up. Oh, uh, <laughs> I sort of understood Synchro Summon. Yeah. That one's a little more like basic, but things like yeah. Pendulum and all that other crap that came way after, like, I have no idea, man. I don't even yeah, know I what really... the latest Yu-Gi-Oh is. What, in terms of... Last one I remember was V-Reigns, but, like, I don't even know what the newest anime... Isn't there one after now? I don't think V-Reigns isn't... I don't know, like... It's so hard to keep up, because, as, as I said, like, I... It's been a while since I've actually caught up with any Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Uh, like, all the modern stuff. But, um, yeah. Like, original Yu-Gi-Oh. I've, I've dabbled a bit in GX. I haven't watched a lot of it, but... Um... I, I watched a tiny bit because of that cousin. And also because, like, playing with him, he collected the cards. And then, so I would trade cards with him. Some of my old cards for his new stuff. Yeah. So, like, I know some of the newer stuff. And I think I played two of the gx games on psp okay yeah um they were all right they weren't bad um but they also were around the same time where you could still type in the card code from a physical card but you then needed points in-game points Uh, to buy that specific card okay yeah so it's a bit more controlled and like any any like card you typed in was always going to be like thousands of points yeah <laughs> but any duel you won was only hundreds of points at best yeah so you'd have to really like save up if you wanted to do anything with it yeah exactly like let's say you know you want to build your whole 40 card deck i'm not saying it's going to be several hundreds of thousands you know but like mm. you're going to be playing for a long time just to get your specific deck yeah because I remember I tried to get a Blue Eyes and that was like 8,000 points or something. And I was only winning yeah. 200 points a duel. And I was like, I'm never getting that card. I'm never getting my Blue yeah, Eyes. So. It's just like, it's like wishful thinking, basically. <laughs> they probably have more luck of like trying to get in a booster pack at that point, right? Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Ah, man. That's how it'd be. <laughs> in terms of Yu-Gi-Oh! games, modern ones, I feel like I, I picked this up again recently. We played it a while ago. And you have to destroy <laughs> it. Uh, but it was um, what we mentioned earlier. It was uh, Legend... God, it, Legend of the Duelist, isn't it? Legend of the Duelist, fucking hell! Yeah, I've, I, how did I mention? That? I forget it straight away. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Legend of the Duelist. I uh, I originally had it on PS4, and then I got the Switch version. I've only got the Switch version, and like honestly, like it's a really fun game for what it is. Like it's, it takes you back to the original Yu-Gi-Oh series, and you can do all sorts of that, and it's really fun. I enjoy it. I I liked it, but um, trying to play some of the historic duels the way, <laughs> well, like with the cards that were in the show and not your own one yeah i could not get very far because rng luck got me every time and when i say i didn't get far it's because i keep getting exodiated 
Oh, okay, yeah. Is that the that's the point of where you get into the Battle City stuff, right? Yeah, I just keep getting exodiated, and I'm like, you know, fuck this game. I'm not fucking <laughs> playing this anymore because fucking Yugi keeps getting the five pieces like a little bastard. Because <laughs> it's that's the thing. Because obviously, like um, when you do, yeah, because that's a flip duel, isn't it? That's when you're Kaiba playing against Yugi. Then, yep, yeah, and that is like obviously that's your first duel that you really jump into, and that that deck that Yugi has like makes it easy, really easy to get exodia pieces. Yep, and when. You, <laughs> So when you play it the first time as Yugi, you're like, oh, that's sick. I was someone Exodia. That's well cool. Like living childhood memories. And then you do it as Kaiba and you're like, oh. It's the no. most painful thing. <laughs> Luckily, I've yeah. never been turned one though. I've never, ever been turned one yeah. yet, but I'm also never going to give it the chance to turn one me. It's so, uh, it's like, I don't think I've ever experienced either, but I've seen videos and it's like, God damn it, man. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, I I played this recently because the thing, I think the first time I played through that whole campaign in the uh, in Legacy of the Duelist, Legacy of the Duelist, whatever, I end up using my own deck to a certain point so i think it is where because kind of this is what i'm experiencing experiencing right now it's your pegasus versus kyber right mm -hmm. and using pegasus's deck is the most infuriating freaking thing i've <laughs> ever done because you have to summon toon monsters yeah and the toon you need toon world to summon the toon monsters and meanwhile kyber's just killing everything and then you're like okay i've got to summon this blue eyes toon dragon to actually do anything with it and it is just like aggravating to try and do this strategy and like <laughs> The thing is, right, I love, like, Pegasus was one of my favorite characters as a kid because he was evil. He was, like, so freaking camp and he'd be, like, sending people to Shadow Realm and shit. But it was just, like, like playing his deck now, I'm just like, this is the most infuriating thing. How is this man, like, what is it, one of the biggest Yu-Gi-Oh, like, champions or whatever. It's such an awful deck. Well, he was only a champion because isn't he the inventor of Dordis? Not Dordis, sorry, Door Monsters. Like, And he was cheating with his freaking Millennium Mind. Millennium well, yeah, that too. But, like, he's, like... Like the inventor of the game in the franchise so it's like yeah. oh no i'm the best player and it's like well that's a bit of a cheat isn't it yeah because you own all the fucking cards yeah <laughs> and even then you own all the fucking cards you still chose a shit deck to go for <laughs> oh i've always liked the look of pegasus's deck yeah but I've never once had the urge to be like, you know what I want to do? Toon Monsters. No. Mainly because I'm like, my God, this whole deck seems painful. It is. Absolutely. Like, oh, it is just a thing. I, like, that's why I think I hit a wall with that. I, I think I keep trying. I keep trying. I, might, I think I might actually done it. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I'm so relieved. I'm going to switch the game off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just done. I mean, like, the only reason I didn't carry on with that game is, like, in every game, you want to you wanna recreate the deck you have in real life. Yeah. And it's just that my deck is such a jumble of GX and original Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. And such specific cards mm. that it's really hard. And I've got terrible RNG luck. Yeah. So, like, it's just impossible for me to do anything. Mm. And that's why I often give up on Yu-Gi-Oh! games, because I'm just like, eh, I guess I'll just wait until the one day one of my mates wants to go down memory lane and challenges me in real life. Well... This is a thing, Nathan. At some <laughs> point, like I think it's in a couple of weeks' time, we're gonna be in person with Wildebeest plays, and I've got this Yugi's iconic decks right. And the plan is, we work, we will play dual monsters with this. <laughs> we will try and do a free raid duel as well. We'll try and do this. I'm kind of scared though that like I remember my deck being pretty decent when I was a kid. Yeah, but I only played against a handful of people. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know how good it's actually going to be. Bring your deck, but we'll like, like obviously, I'm going to have to use these Yugi ones. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like we'll, we'll try to do because there's three decks here and there's three of us. So hopefully, it's all good. This is the thing with my ne- Nightmare Troubadour deck because that's like that's the game. Like apart from Dungeon Dice Monsters that I've spent the most time on, and uh, like I created a deck in that game which was so freaking cool. Like I had like it had it perfected. I was like, yep, yeah, this is sick. I'm like winning it all duels or whatever. And then I think I may have like missed a couple of like cards from it. and like. <laughs> Like, I'm suddenly getting beaten all over the place. I beat the AI in uh, Legend of the Duelist quite simple, like simply. But then when I played against you with the fucking basic <laughs> deck, he was losing. I was like, why am I losing? What is happening here? What, like, what is this? I was, I had like all my monsters planned out and I still think like, bear in mind, I played another, against another one of my mates. Uh, our mates, He built a frog deck. And like it uh, is infuriating. I don't. He's actually formed a deck around certain monsters, like how you're supposed to play it. You don't load <laughs> it with your favorite monsters from the anime. You don't load it with a dark magician and like several blue eyes white dragons or whatever. Oh, and, like, oh. well, <laughs> call me out, but, bro. Uh, no, but realistically, that uh, like I think professional Yu-Gi-Oh players do definitely have theme decks or better decks. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, I made mine back when I was fucking like 15 like i yeah exactly that was the last time i ever did anything with it like i had uh, i had a slice of the sky dragon in my nightmare troubadour deck and i've heard like from multiple people that apparently is one of the worst card like any egyptian god card is like the worst card you can have in your deck because it's so pointless (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and but i was like i want it from the anime i've got this thing i used (laughs) to have um blue eyes ultimate dragon in my deck oh that is like i mean if you can summon it like the thing is, I got, I managed to summon it. I've got a few ways of summoning multiple blue eyes, right? Yeah. But at the time, I realized my cousin keeps killing this ultimate dragon. What is the point? I'm sacrificing three, <laughs> 3,000 monsters for one 4,500. What? Why? It really isn't worth And that's the thing. If you had all the blue eyes white dragons on the field at the same time, if you're somehow able to summon them all, that's like 9,000 life points. Exactly. And again, you could- <laughs> like I said, I did it a few times because I've got ways of doing it, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm just getting rid of like powerhouses to get this yeah. one fucking stupid thing. Yeah, slightly more powerful monster that really isn't worth yeah. it. really isn't. It's three of them combined, but it's somehow only slightly better than one of them. I think the only way you can probably make a benefit of doing that is probably... Like, obviously, uh, sacrificing them all using the par- uh, polymerization, so they go into the graveyard, and you somehow bring them back onto the field using a monster reborn or some other tactics yeah. or magic card. So <laughs> the best combination you could possibly have is a blue-eyes ultimate dragon followed by three other blue-eyes white dragons on the field. <laughs> <laughs> like, just everywhere dragons. It's, yeah, it's not... Uh... <laughs> I did used to have a heavy dragon focus deck. Yeah. Because at one point I had um five-headed dragon. Oh, right, okay. And that was, again, that was great. It was cool to have the card, but that was also sacrificing three blue eyes, a red eyes, black dragon, and a random dragon card. And I was like, uh-huh, I'm giving up quite a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> I could have used just five regular dragons. I'm like, no, my expensive ones. That's what I'm using. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that completely. Like, that's the thing. I owned a perfectly ultimate great moth 
and I was like, yeah, this is cool because I, like, again, like Weevil was like weirdly one of my favorite characters in the anime <laughs> as well. Uh, but then I realized you have to have so many other cards to actually summon perfectly old but great moths. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I need to put more money into this and that's too much. So again, that's how I end up collecting it. So that's how it'd be. Fair. <laughs> I feel like uh, like one one thing I have to mention as well uh, is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge series. I don't know if you ever watched that at all. Oh, of course I did, man. Yeah, it was so freaking cool. Like, little Karibo, like, honestly, I, I go back to those episodes sometimes. I watch them. It's so freaking hilarious. Like, it's very much for, at, at its time, it's those Bridge series are very much like, a, they peaked in, like, was it, uh, late? 20 uh, late 2000s early yeah. 2010s kind of fact. like it peaked around then and arguably i still think that the episodes that little karibo does put up every now and then like few and far between i think those episodes are still good but obviously it's so much that has to come with it now like with all the licensing stuff and i can only imagine yeah like i, I don't expect any more abridged episodes from definitely not dragon ball at this point because team four staff said there's no more episodes yeah well they they said there's no more episodes but it's like you said in it like in the current landscape there's a bridging just can't exist anymore no you're trying to make money off the back of another company and they're mm -hmm. they're wise to it now so they're like no there's no way that's happening yeah we're not allowing you to do any of that no it is a shame because like Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, that's like one of the OGs, I feel like. Incredible. I, I could easily keep going back to episodes for that. It's so good. Yeah, like I love watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. It's so funny. Little Karibo was killing it. Yeah. But it's just a shame that, you know, it's gotten to this point where it, it almost can't exist. It's uh, Yeah, it's impossible. But I feel like I had to like at least give a shout out to that because I think like, but back in the day, it was so freaking good. It is... I know, right? Like, remember, you used to do songs as well. Like, some of the songs that both, like, Team Force <laughs> put out songs as well related to it. Dude, I remember um, I used to have one of his parody songs on my playlist, like, way oh, back yeah. when. <laughs> yeah. It was his parody of uh, Eminem. Without Yugi. Oh my god, yes. Is I have that I have that. I imported that was I so it onto good. my Spotify playlist like <laughs> the other day. Literally. Because I was like, oh, I can add all my files onto it. And I was like, oh, without Yugi's here, incredible. I was like, Yeah, right. Oh, that's man. that's a blast for the past. Like I actually still have memories of um like <laughs> driving you and me driving around in my car. Yeah. And then just blasting <laughs> that out. <laughs> it's because I had jo Joey's part of the and there's a yeah 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 cards <laughs> oh it's so good I absolutely love that I haven't actually listened to that song in ages I might go listen to that in a oh, bit yeah. but uh, yeah like oh that was a that was a parody and a half <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, is there any other Yu-Gi-Oh bits you want to mention at all? I feel like I'm missing something. It does actually feel like I'm missing something. But I mean, yeah, there's at the same time, maybe another episode. <laughs> I feel like there's so many other things you haven't touched on, like movies, for example. There's that like Oh yeah, wow, yeah, we didn't even talk about the movie. Yeah. I mean movies, technically, is I or the Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged version of the movie. Yeah. Well, technically there's three movies, isn't there? Because there's Pyramid of Light, there's yeah. uh, Dual Dimensions, and then there's... Um, what's that third one that like it actually kind of goes back to? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the Dark Side of Dimensions. Oh, is that one? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Was it the, I think the other one was Yu-Gi-Oh! 3D, weren't it? Where it was just like, that's all ah. combined. 
But yeah, there's three movies out anyway, but we didn't touch on all of them. Um, but yeah, like, as Nathan said earlier, like, this whole episode was um, basically, it was to talk about how great Yu-Gi-Oh! has, it was part of our childhoods, basically. And that was uh, brought to us from uh, Kazuki Takahashi. And like, honestly, the man is an icon and always will be an icon for creating this series. Thank you, Takahashi-san. Arigatou gozaimasu. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, on that note, Nathan, is there anything else you'd like to say? Don't forget, check us out on podcast platforms and we'll catch you next time. Good enough? Yeah, sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the silence there, I was like, wait, is he going to say something else? Because it's a bit of si- Was he expecting me to say bye? Anyway, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>